You're listening to the WELF NPC News Radio Podcast with your hosts, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and co-host Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. To all North Pole City Elves, those in Santa's Village in the Lower 48 and all around the world, this is your weekly update for the week of February 13th, 2023. I am your host, Walter Mistletoe Livingstone. And I'm your co-host, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Let's go to press. For the week of February 13th, 2023, your sponsor will be Crystal's Candy Confections. Located on the corner of Pine Street Avenue and Candy Cane Lane, Crystal's Candy Confections specializes in chocolate creations that are out of this world. This sounds like a place you visit quite often. I do. Crystal's is amazing. <laughs> when you are tired of candy canes, stop by Crystal's to satisfy you that sweet tooth. That's Crystal's. Candy Confections, the best chocolate in North Pole City. And they'd be great for this week, too. Valentine's Day and Cream Chocolate Candies Day. Oh, you're giving away the news. Oops, sorry. Update from Santa's Village. Santa had a meeting this week with Latimer Snurd and the other supervisors throughout Santa's Village to review production and supply. And he's very pleased to report that everyone is currently working a little bit ahead of schedule. There were some new toy designs also presented during the meeting that have been approved and will be going into production during next quarter. They did not reveal what these new toys will be, however there will be prototype models on display within the main hallway of the workshop sometime next month. You, we might have to send you down there to... That would be fantastic! I love going to the workshop! We did get the word, however, that these devices will be focusing more on family and education. From the Department of Elfland Security, Cupid has expressed some concerns to the department about allowing Theodore E. Bear to attend the speed dating event Tuesday night due to the incident that took place this past week at one of the Cocoa Pubs in the city. Edward Hinkelmeyer has assured Cupid that there will be additional security at the event and if Corby Snow is in attendance, he has agreed to keep Barney the Moose out at his cabin. Barney is currently roaming the pasture on the outskirts of town and will not be within the city anytime soon. As mentioned many times before, the division of WWWPR has been working extremely hard developing databases and web pages that were requested by Santa and Edward Hinkelmeyer. We received word this weekend that they will be taking a break from this project soon to get some new posts out on the website in time for Cupid and Valentine's Day. Please be sure to subscribe to the Peppermint Post for further details and to access these new worksheets or downloads until they have time to get them posted on the website. In North Pole weather, temperatures this week will be between negative 27 and negative 30 for the whole week, with snow flurries and light snow through Thursday. Up to 2 inches of snow is expected daily through Thursday as well. Then dense fog is predicted for Saturday. Rocco Shortstack Appleton, owner of the Coco House, has banned... WELF NPC's own Corby Snow and his pet Moose Barney due to the destruction caused at his pub this past Thursday night while they were there for the snowball game event. 
Unfortunately, Barney was spooked by Theodore E. Bear's presence and got out of control. Shortstack was quoted by saying, It was supposed to be a break the snowcap, not break the mugs. But he broke nearly all my mugs. There were mugs going this way and elves going that way. What a mess. I only have five mugs left. Santa was also present during the event and was able to calm down Barney. Reports are that he used a magical touch and calmed him down right away. Rocco Shortstack Appleton indicated that he did not want any WELF newspeople in his pub anymore, but after Becky Marshmallow Livingstone You're arranged for 3,000 WELF NBC Radio Cocoa Mugs to be brought to the Cocoa House to help him Get by until he gets new mugs, he changed his mind. He decided to only ban Corby Snow and Barney the Moose. Before we have this week in Elf history, let's take a quick music break. For this week in Elf History, I'm going to turn it over to our investigative reporter, Becky Marshmallow Livingstone. Becky, please take it away. 
Thanks, Walter. This week in Elf History, we're talking about an event that happened 100 years ago. It was That's actually... All? Well, for some of the stories we do, it's a long time. Okay. Anyways, on February 16th of 1923, in Thebes, Egypt, English archaeologist Howard Carter entered the sealed burial chamber of the ancient Egyptian ruler, King Tutankhamun. Pharaoh Tutankhamun, King Tut for short, ruled over ancient Egypt from about 1333 to 1323 BC. He became king when he was nine years old and he died young as well at around age 18. Experts still aren't sure if his death was caused by an injury from a chariot crash, a mosquito-borne illness, malaria, which they found he had, a bone disease, or some combination of these. A CT scan of King Tutankhamun's mummy has disproven a popular theory, though, one which was suggesting he was murdered by a blow to the head. When Carter arrived in Egypt in 1891, backed by a British man named Lord Carnarvon, and searched for five years without success, it was Lord Carnarvon's desire in early 1922 to just call off the search. But Carter convinced him to hold on for one more year. And then in November of 1922, Carter's team found steps hidden in the debris near the entrance of another tomb. The steps led to an ancient sealed doorway bearing the name Tutankhamun. When Carter and Lord Carnarvon entered the tomb's interior chambers on November 26th, they were still thrilled to find that it was virtually intact, with its treasures untouched for more than 3,000 years. The men began exploring the four rooms of the tomb, and on February 16th of 1923, under the watchful eyes of a number of important officials, Carter opened the door to the last chamber, the burial chamber. The room contained a large golden shrine or box that filled almost the entire space. Inside it, all nested within one another, were three other shrines, a stone sarcophagus, three golden coffins, and finally, the mummy of Tutankhamun. Despite rumors that a curse would befall anyone who disturbed the tomb, its treasures were carefully cataloged, removed, and included in a famous traveling exposition called the Treasures of Tutankhamun. The exhibition's permanent home is in the museum in Cairo, the Egyptian Museum. But was the curse real? Shortly after unearthing King Tut's tomb, Carnarvon was found dead. A mosquito bite on his face had become infected, leading to a deadly blood poisoning. He would not be the only death or unlucky occurrence associated with Tut's tomb. Six other archaeologists associated with the unearthing died, and there's also what happened when objects from the tomb were given as gifts to Carter's friend, Sir Bruce Ingram. Ingram's house burned down not long after being given it, and after it being rebuilt, the house then flooded. Carter, though, he lived for 17 years after entering the burial chamber and removing Tut's body from its coffin. For now, you can see Tutankhamun's mummy, where the pharaoh was originally laid to rest, in his underground tomb in the Valley of the Kings, in the tomb listed as KV-62. It was decided that he shall remain there in his tomb, as his mummy was the only one ever found in an intact tomb. Archaeologists decided that it should be left there. 
He was then moved out a couple of times for testing and scanning of his body. Studies of Tut's remains through the years have determined his age, stature, blood type, which by the way was type A, DNA ties to relatives and even a facial reconstruction so we could see what he looked like when he was alive. These tests, though, were always conducted in the Valley of the Kings, and he was never out of his tomb for more than a few days. There have been, however, strong rumors in recent months that there are plans to move King Tut's remains to the new Grand Egyptian Museum in Cairo. Some are concerned that if he leaves, the curse will resume, and others just fear the loss of tourism. Others, though, are simply saddened that the one king who remained in the Valley of the Kings will be there no more. Walter? Well, very interesting story. Mm-hmm. I didn't know all this stuff. Really? Yeah, I never really followed it, but uh, quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Before we return to the news, let's take another quick music break.
North Pole City Commerce Association is very excited about Tuesday's singles dinner and speed dating event. Plans are coming together perfectly. They indicated that they have sold out with over 8,000 singles signed up to attend the event. Cupid has quite a few exciting games planned as well. This week's North Pole Snowball Games had some major excitement. The Thursday night games at the Cocoa House had to be postponed until Friday night as a result of destruction at the Cocoa Pub. Many of the Appleton clan helped to get the pub back in order and reopened to complete this week's North Pole Snowball Game events. The events held this week were the Snowball Knockout, Snowflake Race, and everyone's favorite, Break the Snowcap. After completion of this week's events, we have... Noel's Cozy Corner in first place with 67 points. Love it for a snowflake. And the Cocoa House tied in second place with 63 points. And coming up close behind with 62 points is the Candy Cane Lounge. This week coming up, the events will be Snowball Shuffleboard, Snowball Stacking, and Snowman Bucket Toss. In community events this week... On the 13th, it's Cheddar Day and World Radio Day. If you like cheddar, you cheddar believe there will be a multitude of delectable treats made with your favorite cheese all day in the North Pole City Hotel. Stop by and have a taste. Did you write that? Yes, I did. Cheddar believe. I did. Well, WELF NPC Radio will also be set up in City Center for you to send amateur radio messages to your friends all day to celebrate World Radio Day and spread the ideals of peace, so stop by and join them and send a message. February 14th is Valentine's Day, so don't forget it's the Singles Dinner and Speed Dating event hosted by the Commerce Association and Cupid in the North Pole City Hotel. Looking for that perfect gift for your Valentine? Well, it's also International Book Giving Day and Cream-Filled Chocolates Day. Why not give them a book or some cream-filled chocolates? The 15th is Gumdrop Day. Stop by Reindeer Stadium and visit with this year's Tinsel Football Champions, the Leighton Gumdrops, and get some of Mrs. Claus's Kitchen's delicious gumdrops. For Innovation Day on the 16th, take a visit to Santa's Division of Research and Development. Go on a tour with George Sparkle Quittenberger, head engineer and researcher. The 17th is Random Act of Kindness Day. No One Eats Alone Day is celebrated the same day. Mrs. Claus's Kitchen will be hosting a lunch message under your plate party to get everyone talking and not eating alone. February 19th is Whale Day to celebrate the WWC, Whale Watchers Club for all the rest of us, will be going out to Whale Watch. Those going on the whale watching tour will be flown out to the secret North Pole viewing location by Santa's own reindeer. All elves attending are asked to arrive at the reindeer stables by 8 a.m. sharp. Aren't you a member of the WWC? No, I used to be. Oh, I stopped going to the meetings when I had to take over this new oh, position. Oh, so you lost your... So, yeah, I lost my spot. Oh, too bad for you. WELF MPC would like to wish a very happy 425th birthday to Buddy Twinkle Cumberbatch from the Division of Research and Development within Santa's Village. Buddy has been working closely with Santa and the development team now for almost 200 years and is responsible to take the ideas 
from the design meetings and convert them over to computer models and plans for the workshop. We wish him many more happy years. This is Walter Mistletoe Livingstone and Becky Marshmallow Livingstone with the reminder, love is that condition in which the happiness of another person is essential to your own. Have a good evening. Be sure to tune in next week for another WELF NPC North Pole Radio News Update.